Hey everyone, welcome back to the Kingdom Dreamers podcast. So we're just getting our feet wet in this thing and figuring out what this podcast is going to all be about. Stephen and I have had so many conversations over the last couple of years with folks that would have made perfect episodes. And that's kind of what we feel like we're going to be bringing to this is just conversations with folks in ministry and outside of the ministry of how to use our business skills to help spread the gospel, how to supercharge ministry, how to work together with ministry in order to uh, partner up and uh, do what we're all called to do. In this episode, this is kind of a brainstorm. You kind of get an idea of how Stephen and I think of um, where we talk about actually buying a business, what that looks like and how you would use that for the kingdom. But just kind of a mishmash of uh, of content in this episode. Um, I hope you enjoy it and uh, we'll be bringing more to you here real soon. Here's our second episode of the Kingdom Dreamers podcast. We should definitely talk more. I think even you starting that last conversation before we recorded saying like, what about purchasing this podcast software? It's just like, it's so wild to me that like, I've been in businesses this long and I've never thought about like purchasing a business. And now that we have a business together and we're learning more about buying and selling mergers and acquisitions, it's just like, this is a real possibility. Like it's not... I'm not going all in on this purchase. It's just a small percentage, sure. especially the way that we're learning about the financing of it. It's like you put down 20%, the bank, as long as the PL is correct, the bank will finance most of it based off of the income. Yeah. It seems very doable. And it's just like, it's yeah. wild that I don't know how many people that are in business have bought a business and or sold a business. I can think it's the same thing for real estate too. It's like, how many times are you buying and selling a house? Yeah. Unless you're in real estate, it's not that much. And even the people that you think are crushing in real estate, they're doing like a couple of deals a year. It's not like every day sure. buying and selling. So sure. it's the same thing in the business. Yeah, well, let's space. chat about it because I feel like that, I mean, you and I can talk about this from the angle of just us and the podcast network. And it doesn't have to be a business that helps the podcast network necessarily, but it seems like in my mind, it's easier to think about a business that will (laughs) complement what we're already trying to do. Mm. And so, but it doesn't have to, it doesn't mean we couldn't, you know, buy a, you know, a franchise somewhere and have somebody else run it and that earns income for what we're doing. And we didn't have to think about it so much. Yeah. Cause we talked about that ice machine thing yeah. too where it was just like but at that time it was so wild it was like i don't know anything about any of this stuff but i think if you yeah. find a good operator then it kind of doesn't truly matter you just yeah it doesn't really I guess it doesn't matter what business it is but with the podcast network obviously our goal is to help get the gospel out there yes. and what are some things that we can do to do that well i feel like you know we you and i were talking that it feels like we're starting over we were talking with elizabeth who's helping us out in this venture um, we need to create an email list. We need to uh, start social media accounts. Um, you and I have both built very successful businesses, but those are already running. And so this feels like a complete, um, this like a whole brand new venture, like where it seems like we're, you know, at right at the starting blocks again. So what is, rather than building this thing from scratch, which we can do, we certainly can do, we've done it before, buying a business that's already in place could be a way to skip from step one to skip step seven pretty fast. And so uh, just looking at, you know, a podcast app that's for sale, like I know nothing about running a podcast app business, but that would certainly be something that could catapult the network right away because you already have income coming in. 
this podcast app is bringing in income from ad revenue. And it was like, like about $9,000 a month was the last month of, of profit. That certainly would be nice starting off, go from zero to 9,000 right away. But it all um, obviously gets you, you have, you have a, you own a podcast app and you could put certain advertisers on there that are faith-based and give them free, even give them free advertising space. And so, I mean, it scares me because I know nothing about a podcast app and how to run that business and how to really grow that business. But I feel like if we ever took something like that on, we'd figure it out. And the Lord would bring the right people across our path um, to help us grow it. We are, you especially, are really good at asking for help and asking um, people who are older and wiser for help and getting advice. So I have no doubt we could find the right people. But Yeah, I think part the partnership piece of it is what it is. Because talking to, a, he's in his 90s now, the one that we celebrated his birthday in, in Vegas, he, he was just like, it's better to have 1% and like be a part of it than to own 100%. And then just yeah. like lose it or it struggle or it be frustrating or be because he was saying like he, over the years, he's owned a bunch of stuff right now. He's doing uh, assisted li- living facilities. Mm-hmm. He had a just a sliver of property and the guy that wanted to buy it, wanted to buy that sliver of property. And then he just asked, like, what are you going to be doing with this property? And he said, I, I, I want to try to develop this into something, but I don't quite know. Mm-hmm. So then he went to his church and then he was trying to get another lady. This is like a side story into their church uh, facility. And yeah. he said, I'll see what I can do, but there's a list of 90 people ahead of her. Like it's very difficult. We love like everything that we've done over the years, but this yeah. is just a pain point. And he said, I just sold a piece of property and I, I've talked to the guy. I wonder if I could be a part of developing that because I've developed a lot of properties, but we build it into a assisted living facility. So he went back to that mm-hmm. guy, they built it up. Mm-hmm. Now they have like six of them all across yeah. California, but it started from that where it was just like two separate things that were happening semi at the same time. And mm-hmm. a deal that he did for that sliver of property was like 40 years ago and he was just holding yeah. on to it. And it was yeah. just collecting dust, as he said. And then it was just yeah. like, turned into a relationship. That relationship turned into a need that found mm-hmm. something else. It was just like mm-hmm. it grew. And now they have a huge partnership. And he said he he's a small owner of, but he was like, mm-hmm. I didn't get the builder. I didn't build the plans. I don't run the facility. I just get my, I think he owns 10%. But that 10% of those six is like multiple millions mm-hmm. per year. But it was like, he started with a sliver of property that was probably worth 20 grand, the max, yeah. and a need. And it was just like, th- this is why I love this group. And this is the pieces that I'm putting together, just like seeing this stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, I don't have that superpower to just go like, oh, here's the need and here's the need. We just put these two needs together and then it like right. takes off. But I think that's why I said I love working with you, where it's just like, here's some ideas, but I don't yeah. know where to put or use these ideas. Let's try to figure this out. I think purchasing that app, I don't know if it's the right thing. I don't really know how to, from this standpoint, like just praying about it, I guess, and then feeling yeah. convicted or not. But it, I do feel like if it is a God thing, we have more than the ability to figure out how to sure. make it work. And especially yeah. the ability to reach out to people. You have a very large network. And I'm sure if you just told people I've done this, or I'm even thinking about this, people would yeah. come out the woodworks and go, I've run a software and I've done, it's just like, that's why I like what we do is just like, oh, we have this crazy idea and then you go oh i have this person that we could talk to it's just like oh, okay <laughs> i don't have anybody in my rolodex to do that does anything close to that but 
Yeah. yeah. I think finding that complimentary piece. So let's talk about this. Like, um, I know we, on this podcast, we want to hash things out for us personally, but I always want to think about the listener and okay, well, great guys. How does this apply to me? Well, let's think about Eric again, our friend in the Philippines, who's a missionary. He's on a short rave radio network called hope radio. Mm-hmm. He buys spots on that and his program, his podcast I think he does this. I think he produces something separate for that, but that goes out into multiple countries through shortwave radio. What if Eric decided to buy the hope radio network Mm. and now he's got a business to where he's, you know, other, I have no idea if he's interested in this, but I'm just saying, trying to think about the average, you know, the regular missionary, the regular pastor and someone in ministry, how could you, how could something like buying a business actually complement what you're already trying to do so if eric had the whole hope radio network he could obviously now for free broadcast his message instead of being on there i don't know how many times he's on there how many times this show airs but let's say it's once i think it's a 30 minute spot say it's every week well now instead of a 30 minutes every week it could be 30 minutes a day that he's got a show and now he could, you know, go out for ad- find advertisers. I think you and I could help him grow it. We could, uh, we'd come up with ideas. It f- falls perfectly in line with our podcast network. Who knows? We may even buy it for him, you know, and not that it's for sale, but like there are, there are possibilities. Don't just think about, you know, I, I'm, it's always been doing, done this way. It has to be done this way on out going forward. You know, you could own that whole thing. And that could now be a business that generates revenue for your ministry. And then now you have free airtime essentially. So that's an idea. I want to play a bit of devil's advocate. Cause I, I talked to Eric a little bit about this and he goes, I don't have the time to do this. And mm-hmm. I think this is the thing we're going to run up against a lot sure. at the time of and I, this yeah. might be another like plug, but th- this originally came from, we want to help people get their time back so yeah. we have a staffing business to like whatever those small meaningly i shouldn't say meaningly but those small continuing um i was gonna say um monthly but it's like those tasks that are done all the time we want to help take those off your plate that it's not in your zone of genius it's not your specialty yeah. that's not what you're good at it's just taking a bunch of time where somebody else could do it for very less and do it way better than you could i know that process is very difficult and i don't know if that's what this episode is really about but Eric might say, I don't have time for this. I think this is why I love where we're at because we can help you get your time back because we have a staffing business and we have the mind to help you think and dream. So it's like we can solve both those problems. So if Eric said, I don't have the money and I don't have the time, then we do what we do. We just ask him questions. Do you have somebody that is a radio host? Do you have somebody that has experience in this? Do you have any of this? And they go, okay, I have this person. It's great. But now I don't have the money. We've had me and Ryan conversations with Christian finance-based businesses that are looking for Christian businesses to finance. So yes. we can connect them with that. It's just- I don't think money's ever going to be a problem. Yeah, and I think yeah. this is a lot of hurdles that people get to is like, the, I don't have the money. I'm not going to be able and to- they, Or they feel like they have to do it themselves. They have to raise the money themselves. No, I mean, just find the right partners. Somebody I heard once said that- um, the solution to every problem is another person. Somebody else's, yeah. Let's just find <laughs> somebody, somebody else. Person. Just find somebody else to bring this into this. And like, I don't necessarily feel like I'm called to run a shortwave radio network, but no problem. You no, know, I think let's find the right person to manage it. You pay somebody to manage it, and it, yeah. I just, I think that there's always a solution. It's all figureoutable. 
And I think that's what we bring to the table is yeah, it's these... almost like blowing it up big enough to make them go like, oh, there is an opportunity mm. somewhere in here. Because I think that's another thing where I like to have guests on because they're going to come with a lot of I can't because of or this or... and seeing that in action of just like, OK, you're stuck there. What about this? Yeah. You don't have somebody to do the radio hosting. How about this? Like, let's yeah. have a call with this person that knows people in the area. It's like it... You might feel like you don't have a large network, but I'm sure everybody has a very large network or know somebody that knows somebody. And the, yeah. the knowledge that it's not like talked to on a communal basis, even Ryan, there's stuff that Ryan has a connection to where I'm like, I would have never found that out unless this problem presented itself. Mm-hmm. And now Ryan has the ability to make a connection that can help us get to the next stage. Yeah. If Eric and Scott didn't come to us or uh, Eric and Keith came to us about a podcast network, I don't think we ever would have thought about a podcast network but it was just solving a need where you just go like is this something that we can do and then we pray about it and go i feel real revved up about this i feel very passionate let's just see and start knocking on the door and see if god opens some doors and it's been a lot of doors open i just go like this is wild like if you would have asked me even six months ago are you starting a podcast i'd be like no like (laughs) i don't know much about podcasts i don't know nothing about the networks like i don't understand any of that realm but now just through conversations we go I feel very knowledgeable and I feel like we have a team of people to constantly mm-hmm. go to and ask. We have not launched a bunch of podcasts, but we've talked to people very recently that have done that very successfully and go, this is all we need is just to point them over here. If you want me to create the graphics, it's going to look bad, but I can point you to the direction of very high quality graphic designers yes. and they will help you out. Yeah. So why, why podcasts? I'd say, People's attention are right here. This is the, I'm pointing to my cell phone for you listening, you guys listening, is people's attentions nowadays are right here on the phone. And so how can we get the gospel to them right here where they're already looking? And podcasts are growing wildly around the world. And I'm a part of a, I get an email every day from something called pod news. And it's fascinating because often they'll have, you know, reports and statistics of how podcasts have grown over the, over the years. And the, the people that get their audio content from podcasts, they get their news from podcasts. And so we need to be there and we need to be providing awesome faith-based stuff to help people in their everyday life. And so that's kind of the goal for this is to get folks' message, well, his message, the Lord's message, through us, pastors, teachers, evangelists, missionaries, get that out to the world. And so that's our heart behind this. And so some of the things that Stephen and I have dreamed about, just give you an idea, is um, there are podcast apps all over the world. And like, for example, I my podcast is on a hosting service called Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N. It's an awesome service. For those of you that don't understand how podcasts work, I don't have to go up and upload every episode to Apple and then go to Spotify and then go to Google and then go to Amazon and post it. I can upload it to Libsyn one time and through a RSS feed, it automatically gets updated across all those platforms. But Libsyn doesn't have access to all the players around the world and all the apps around the world. And so one thing we're thinking, like, artificial intelligence is is rapidly advancing. And there are awesome text-to-speech AI applications out there. But what about having, let's say, Stephen's a pastor and he's got a podcast. And he wants to reach, you know, as much of the world as possible with his message. <clears throat> well, 
there are some languages that he doesn't speak. Um, <laughs> so, and it's going to be very time consuming and expensive to translate his spoken word into every available language. But I feel it's fast approaching where our artificial intelligence or AI, because it can already take what's cool, that software descript that we were talking about. Descript is a software that I it will pull, it'll it'll create a translate, it'll create a um a, a transcript out of spoken audio, and I can edit a podcast right from the tech. So for example, if I make a mistake, Steven's wearing a Bahamas hat and I call it Jamaica <laughs> um, and like, oops, I messed up. I don't have to go back and re-record that. I literally with AI capabilities into script, I can replace the word Bahamas and put in Jamaica and it will, the output will be my voice. It'll sound exactly like I said Jamaica instead of the Bahamas. So AI has developed to a point to where it can also read. You can input a blog and it once it learns your voice, it can make it sound like I'm reading this blog and like I read that blog, which is pretty amazing. So I don't think it's very far away to where it could take my voice and translate it into German like I'm speaking German or French like I'm speaking French and it sounds like me. So it's not a voiceover. It's not some other guy's voice with my voice in the background. It would be me speaking French, German, Italian, Spanish. And so just some of the things that I think that we'll be able to bring to the network is that type of technology when it's available to our clients to where we could say, you join our network, your podcast will be translated automatically into 25 different languages via AI. So that's something that I thought that that'll be cool. And I think it's going to come. Yeah, because you're doing that with books. And I'm sure when they were writing English, they were like, this will never be translated to, especially when they were writing it by hand. Who's doing that? Now all that stuff is like automatic. You Type in the word. I mean, you go to Google Translate, type out paragraphs and sentences, and it's translating it instantly. I don't think that technology is that crazy, right? To just think future, you could be talking and saying almost anything, and then it's just instantly your sound, your voice being digitally mm-hmm. translated into another language. I mean, it seems wild, but seeing that, and even <laughs> knowing that in that software the script, you could just type like even if that's not a sentence that I said, I could type it out, and it looks like I said it. I'm yeah, just like, it's amazing. That is wild. <laughs> <laughs> it is wild. Yeah, that's one thing. And just it's you know, really, Stephen. It all comes down to you had you and I had have had so many conversations with ministry folks, and they are just not utilizing the tools that we have available today. I don't even think they know, and they they don't may not know about them, them, or they're not utilizing them well at all. So if I could just kind of sum up the podcast network in a, just a couple of sentences, it would be helping ministry leaders leverage the tools that are available today to reach those people with the gospel. It doesn't have to be audio only. Obviously a podcast is a powerful tool and we want to help them with podcasts, but things like helping them grow their email list, helping them with social media, helping them with YouTube. You and I are learning fast that YouTube shorts is going to be a very, a, a very powerful thing. So that's short form video. So how does somebody take their long form podcast or sermon and get it into short form video? We can help with that. And so we just want to utilize all available tools that the world has given us to help advance the gospel. 
And if I could, you know, that, I think that kind of sums up what our heart is behind the Crusoe Podcast Network. It doesn't have to be just about podcasts. I have friends that are in publishing. So if somebody joins our network and wants to write a book, we can totally help them write a book. It's probably not going to be you and me getting on calls with them and walking them through that. But I have lots of friends that can do that. And uh, it's just, it's, we just want to serve. We want to serve people who are spreading the gospel. And that's our heart behind it. Yeah, and coming at it from, I think, of a different angle. It's just like because we've been successful in business and and we're both very curious people, like we're constantly tying and testing and learning and, oh, this is interesting. What do you think about this? And it's not that we're taking those and we're like, hey, we're going to champion this and we're the best at it. It's right. This is a very cool concept and idea. How can we work with somebody else? bring this to fruition like it, it mm-hmm. we're not editing all the podcasts that we're helping we're not doing like we have teams of people that we just go hey this is an idea can we champion this is it going to work is it going to be profitable is it at least yeah. sustain itself is it going to come out of our pocket are we willing to test at that point is it r&d is this mm-hmm. part of the growth strategy like it's i'm sure those conversations are happening in church but they're using very different terminology because even the first time i was talking to my own church is talking about like the marketing strategy and plan that they have. They uh-huh. were like, we don't do marketing. I was just like, what? okay, <laughs> like you do, you don't call it that. They call it yeah. uh, digital outreach. They call it like, there's a bunch of different words for it. So it was just like, yeah. that was a big lesson for me where I was just, I come back to Ryan and go like, I don't, how, I don't understand how they say they don't do my, like all of the things that they're doing is marketing. Like that's what yeah. it's classified as. It's just like, that's yeah. the definition of the things that they're doing, but they yeah. don't call it that. Right. So even I think it was a conversation with maybe even Elizabeth. I think Elizabeth was the first one that said like, "Oh, this is this is your problem. <laughs> You're saying marketing. They don't have a definition spot for that. It's like they don't they hear marketing and they go, we don't do that, even though that's what they do. But because yeah. they call it different things. And I was just like, oh, I'm having a, a communication problem with the church. Like, <laughs> I, I know they're doing these things, but they don't call yeah. them that. And I think that's another hope of mine for this podcast network is just going like, are these things that we're talking about things that your church is doing? Mm-hmm. And it's just just a different terminology. That's fine. We can still help you with that. If you have an idea for spreading the news of your church through digital, mm-hmm. however you want to call it, we call it marketing. We want to help you do that. And we yeah. feel like if the, if there's a process for it, we can help you find somebody that can do that process for you to take you yep. out of that loop. And I think as businessmen, that's what we're constantly doing is like, sir, some things that we start, we have to be in the mix. We have to work in the business along with working on the business. Mm -hmm. But as business people, I think we're always trying to be either the CEO or the shareholder (laughs) to like work our way out of those positions and Uh get other people into those positions. I know in a church is very difficult because one of the people at our church is considered the online pastor and he does like anything that's digital he does, which is insane (laughs) to me. And he's overworked. Oh my God. Every day he's just like, see, see him like slowly, like just go and say, it's almost like the, uh, just the dump everything on him. Like it's, it's outside to what we normally do. Give it to him. He'll take care of it. If it's a graphic design, he'll figure it out. Oh if goodness. it's website, he'll figure it out. If it's scheduling for, if it's Facebook <laughs> and social media, it's just like, wow. I, it, you can't operate like that, but it's just because the church doesn't fully understand it. So they just kind of go, Oh, Andy's the guy that will do it. And he's normally kind of figuring it out, but it's, that's not the correct way to operate. I think as a businessman, I could identify and go, you need people under you to do these tasks, but you need to then elevate yourself to then have a team under you. Now in the church, it's a little weird because then like that he's going to need a lot more funding and it ain't there right now. So it is what it is. But in business, I think that's what we are able to do is because it's profitable, we're able to bring on more people and the team is what mm-hmm. builds business. I don't, 
like sole proprietorships, I think every business should be team. It's a team sport. Wealth building yeah. is a team sport. I think everything that we're doing is team connections, community. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're trying to do. And it's just very interesting that the things that we find so natural and organic are so wildly different than how the yes. trade operates. And I go, but it's not like you guys might see it as very different, but it's very yeah. similar to what you guys are doing. It's just as different terms, maybe different ways of doing it, but it, yeah. a lot of the same parts. The business is a community that meets all the time. You're communicating to them. That's essentially what business people are doing. We're communicating. We call it marketing, <laughs> you call it whatever you want, but we're, we're trying to grow an audience and then yeah. serve that audience. It's the same in business or in the church. I, I mean, it might not be that simple, but I'm trying to boil it down like that so I can be emboldened yeah. to go, let's start changing some things or at least shaking them up to where it changes a little bit and having more success and success yes. is defined by whatever the church is. But if you're struggling and going, I can't pay the person to play the guitar, then we got to figure something out. We got to get a paid. You can't right. just show up every Sunday and then Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, you can ask him to clean the church. He's doing this. He's picking up yeah. these kids from, and the, it's like, you can't task somebody with that. It's just insane yeah. to me that the church runs people like that. And it's just, yeah, it's gotta be a better way or just yep. a different way. I guess I shouldn't say better. Yeah. Amen. We just want to help them. Want to help any way we can. So that's why we're here to serve. So let us know how we can help you. Anything else for this episode? We should wrap it up, I guess, right? I think that's it. I think you're the better rapper upper. <laughs> <laughs> cool, guys. Well, thanks for listening. And uh, if you have ideas for show episodes, let us know if you want to be a guest on here and help us so we can think through your business, your ministry with you. Bring some uh, business solutions to kingdom. I kind of like that business solutions to kingdom problems. Um, you just came up with that? doesn't know well you talked about that in the last episode oh um, I was like, that was good. we bring business <laughs> solutions to kingdom problems that doesn't have to always be a business solution but at least our business mindset and i think you know i think Stephen, it comes down to we just believe things are possible we believe that there's always a way so if you come at it from the mindset of like this can't happen and you're not going to see the opportunities and the solutions but we come at it from the point of like it's got to be figured. There's got to be a way to do this. Let's just figure out the way. It may not be obvious. Let's talk to enough people. We'll find a solution. So when you come yeah, at it from I, that I mindset. I just want to tag on to, tag on to yeah. that. Gary Johnson, a good friend of mine, he always says, uh, when he's presenting and says, like, you can do this, you can do that. And somebody goes, oh, I can't do that. And he says, you might not be able to do it in your market on Thursday at whatever time, but it is possible because yeah. other people are doing it. But if you have that mindset that it can't be done, then you can't do it. And he's always saying it. that mindset is the strongest, most powerful thing to success. Because as yes. soon as you say, I can't, then you can't. But if you yeah. think it's possible, it's, it at least opens the doors. And especially right. if other people are doing it, I think that's the telltale for me is like, you can't say it can't be done when I'm seeing it be done. Like, it's, it doesn't, it's yeah. crazy to me. But yeah, I just want to tag that in there. If you think it can't be done, then it might not be able to be done. But it's being done. Period. <laughs> there are people doing these things. That's right. So. We'll help you figure it out. So contact us. Let us know. Uh, Go to CrusoePodcastNetwork.com. See y'all.